Are you an entrepreneur that's struggling to keep up with the day-to-day running of your business? Are you stuck, suffering from superhero syndrome, trying to do everything yourself? Well, fear not. You're in the right place because this is the official Virtual Freedom Podcast. And now, to bring a little calm to your entrepreneurial storm, here's your host, Virtual Freedom author, Chris Ducker. Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome to episode number 10 of the Virtual Freedom Podcast. I very much appreciate you putting me into your earbuds today and listening to me waffle on with my British tones for another 10 minutes or so. But let me tell you something. I've got a great show lined up for you here, so it's all going to be worthwhile. Today, we're going to be talking about training and the importance of training and not making assumptions and lots of other stuff in regards to getting your VAs actually ready to get to work for you, okay? So, you know, just a bit of a recap here, uh, you know, over the past sort of nine episodes, we, um, you know, amongst other things, we've talked about, you know, the different types of outsourcing that's available to us. We've gone through our three lists of freedom uh, to sort of figure out our blueprint as to what we should be outsourcing and to whom. Uh, we've talked about uh, finding our first virtual assistant, where we can find them. We've debunked that super VA myth and I introduce you to the, all those different different types of uh, virtual assistants that are available for you and to you. Um, we went through uh, how to put together a really good job description. We talked about confidentiality and uh, you know getting uh, probationary periods uh, set up and 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 agreements and things like that. Uh, and in the last episode, we talked about how to pay your virtual workers. And we focused with a little bit of a slant on VAs here in the Philippines, because that's really what I'm known for. And that's what I focus on. But today I want to talk about training. And we're going to sort of zoom in on a concept that I uh, discuss in quite great detail in the book itself called the VA training trifecta, the three best ways to be able to train virtual workers. But before I get into that, I want to talk about a big, big, big problem when it comes to training, and that is you. It's the entrepreneur. Uh, The problem with us is uh, a lot of the times we won't actually define the role properly, and we'll end up with people that maybe are overqualified or underqualified for the role that we're wanting to train them for. So it's important to make sure that you define the role. Uh, and it goes back to our hiring tips here, uh, and just making sure that your, your your job description is really, really solid. The other problem with us virtual bosses is expectations and setting expectations properly uh, and making assumptions, or rather not making assumptions. I want to tell you a very quick story. We had a client a few years ago uh, who, and it will show you this a few years ago because I'm dating this a little bit with the, with the uh, topic that I'm going to bring up in a minute. But we had a client a few years ago that sent me a screaming email uh, in terms of how bad his new virtual assistant was. Um, and he went on to uh, tell me uh, how his, uh, he had asked his virtual assistant to put a list of Hannah Montana products together, um, you know, the whole Disney, Miley Cyrus or stuff before she started swinging around on those wrecking balls. But, um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, he, he sent this email through to me and he basically said, look, I asked my VA to put together this uh, list of Hannah Montana products along with a price so that I would know what to get my daughter for her Christmas gift. Fair enough. Okay. But then he started to go on that he was upset that the VA had used pink and purple on the spreadsheet in terms of colors that the VA had used um, Times Roman 
font size 12 instead of Arial 10, and that the VA had forgotten to include um, you know, information in regards to an actual web link to where he could go and see the product and get a little bit more information about it. So all the VA had done was sort of you know, nicely put together this uh, Excel document along with the product and the price which is all he actually asked for. When I asked him why, uh, rather whether he actually went ahead and told his VA that he wanted all the additional information, that he wanted you know, just plain black and white spreadsheet, and that he wanted it to be Arial size 10 instead of Times Roman size 12, what do you think he said? Well, he said, well, I thought that she would just, you know, I assumed that she would understand that that was the way I wanted it done. Well, why should she? She's only just started working for you. So that's, you know, the importance of training and not assuming, okay? Very, very important to not assume that your VA is going to know exactly how you want things done right out of the gate. So I want to spend some time now introducing you to the VA training trifecta. And basically, there's three different types of ways that you can train your VA, um, you know, to really maximize their learning curve, uh, to shorten the learning curve, I guess, and to get them up and running and being productive for you as soon on uh, as possible in your relationship together. Now, bear in mind, guys, you know, all of these bite-sized podcast episodes that I'm putting together here to support the book, um, they are literally just that. They're bite-sized. If you want to, you know, truly uh, get the ins and outs and really everything in regards to, you know, this particular subject and all the other subjects that I discuss, you got to buy the book. Plain simple. I'm not going to BS you. Um, you know, it'll be the best $15, $16 you spend uh, in regards to the growth of your business. I can guarantee you right there. So let's look at the first part of the VA training trifecta, and that is written instructions. You know, email is not dead. I mentioned this in the book. Email is not dead. It's still a great tool in regards to, you know, being one of the primary sources of communication uh, between you and your VAs. Um, and obviously, you'll be using things like Dropbox and Google Drive in regards to sort of file and uh, sharing and transfers and things like that. But ultimately, when you're writing instructions in regards to training uh, for your virtual assistant, use plenty of bullet points. It's much easier to read a list of 10 bullet points than it is to read one great big long paragraph of 500 words, right? Another thing you want to do is you want to make sure that you're saving any important correspondence in relation to the training. So if you've got supporting documents or images and that sort of type of thing, save that in a separate folder that all of you have got access to, okay? And, you know, ultimately have one very clear objective when it comes to actually working with your VA in each email that you send to them. So one, really what you want to do is you want to create one email for each piece of training, okay? So this is how you update my blog posts. This is how you update my calendar. They're two separate different, uh, you know, two completely separate different, um, uh, you know, subjects and, and trainings. The other thing is audio. Now, I'm a big fan of audio. I'm more of a talker than a typer, as you might have, uh, you know, understood by now. That's why it took me 19 years to write the book. No, I'm joking. But it did take me a little bit longer than anticipated uh, because I am a bit more of a talker. And, you know... If writing is not your thing and you prefer to sort of talk, recording your trainings and even tasks and things like that for your VAs is a great way 
for them to be able to sort of digest that information and act upon it because ultimately you know they can play things back over and over again and they can get the you know the inclinations in your voice and the things that you emphasize on and stuff like that as well but you know again be very clear and concise avoid waffling or rambling on um, and uh, you know create again separate recordings for separate training subjects as well very very important to keep things nice and separate and lastly the last part of this VA training trifecta is video I love this this is by far my favorite way to be able to train my VAs and what you can do is you can put together screencasts where you actually record your computer screen and you're showing your VAs how you actually want things done now I know a lot of people are gonna say well I might as well do it myself you know I can do it faster and quicker myself than show someone else how to do it but the fact of the matter is how many times you're gonna update your blog a lot so do it once, do it properly, record the screen, show your VA how you want it done, and then you never have to do it again. They'll pick up the mantle from there. So, you know, you can use uh, software like Camtasia or ScreenFlow or even Jing, and you can Google all of these and find them very, very easily. Uh, and all of those softwares will allow you to record your screen and the audio, and some of them even a webcam, so they can see you as you're talking through the training as well. I love video. It's great because you shoot one video once on one particular subject, you dump it into Dropbox or Google Drive, and then boom, you're starting to build your training encyclopedia. And that means that even if one of your VAs absolutely disappears at some point in the future, Ultimately, you still have that training right there on file in that folder for you to be able to pull out and give it to a new VA and you won't have to bother recording it again over and over and over again with each VA that comes on board. So that, my friends, is the VA training trifecta. Again, you know, this is a bite-sized look at it. There's a hell of a lot more info in the book itself. And, uh, you know, feel free to email me with any questions, chris at chrisducker.com. I would love to be able to get your tweets as well. We've had lots of very cool questions come through from uh, all over the world, literally, for this show. And I will do my best to try and answer them as and when they come in as well. So uh, follow me on Twitter. Send me a tweet at chrisducker. I'd love to hear from you. In the next episode of the Virtual Freedom Podcast, we are going to be discussing all of the top tools that you can utilize when managing and working with your VAs day to day. It's going to be jam-packed with resources, baby. I will see you then. Take good care. If you enjoyed today's show, I would love for you to head over to virtualfreedombook.com to find out more on how you can work with virtual staff to buy more time, become more productive, and build your dream business. I'll see you over there.